best You can be the King Kong banging on your chest You can beat the world, you can beat the war You can talk to God, go banging on his door You can throw your hands up, you can beat the clock You can move a mountain, you can break rocks You can be a master, don't wait for nothing House Flipping Hall of Fame. This, this, this is the House Flipping HQ podcast. Now let's get flipping with your host, Justin Williams. What's going on, my fellow House Flipping Hall of Famers? If you have never seen the music video uh, of that song we're just listening to, Hall of Fame by The Script, I believe it is, you've got to watch it. I got major chills right now just watching that. It shows this kid that was getting, you know, his, whoever it was that he lived with, uh, looked like his mom, but she, anyway, she was really negative, kind of kicking him around, telling him he's good for nothing. And then it showed this other girl who was deaf and she had people to kind of make fun of her and the, the kid was training uh, to be you know a, a champion boxer and the girl to be a dancer and they had anyway it's just very very moving showing the struggles these guys go through went through go through <laughs> they went through and how they overcame them and became world-class world champion at what it is what they were doing and I think that's so relevant to to us um, and whether we are flipping houses or any other kind of business or trying to be the best uh, father or mother or daughter or wh- whatever it is that we are doing in our life that we can be world class at that we can be the best that we can be incredible at it doesn't matter the world's going to beat us up and kick us down and try to chew us up and spit us out. But if we believe that we can do it and we keep going, keep persevering, nothing can stop us. Nothing can stop you from accomplishing your dreams. All right, so let us uh, let me give you guys a little update with what has been going on. Honestly, I wasn't even going to do a podcast today just because I've been so busy. But I just got back from a meeting uh, with my guys, my three acquisition guys, um, and I was just, I was just feeling fired up. And I spoke last week four times and had a week off the week before that. But then before that, I spoke uh, two times and spoke again the week before. Anyway, it's, I've just been really feeling fired up lately. Um, been listening to just finished the book, The One Thing by Gary Keller. Um, been listening more to Darren Hardy. Darren Hardy, am I saying that? Yeah, that's it. Um, who is the publisher of Success Magazine, and I'm about to listen to The Compound Effect. And anyway, I've just been really feeling it, so I wanted to get on the mic and talk to you guys, kind of give you an update with what's going on and some of the things that, that have been happening. So first off, regarding you know house buying, we haven't been buying as many houses these past few weeks. Now, I like to let you guys know when that's the case. I let you know when we're crushing it and buying a ton of houses, but I also want to let you know when we're not because that's a part of business. You are never, ever, ever going to consistently have the exact same results. And a lot of times I see that gets to people and it gets them frustrated and then they they give up and even they could have been doing absolutely amazing and then they're doing just a little bit less than amazing, but it really gets in their mind and makes them think, oh, things have changed. We can't do this anymore. So it will happen. You will have, as Seth Godin calls them, dips in your business, dips in your life. And it's up to you to bounce back. 
you need to determine, do you just need to keep going and keep persevering in that same path and it's just a matter of a numbers game and time? Or do you need to change some things up? Do you need to change up some small things? Do you need to change up some big things? There is always, always a solution to whatever problem you have. And that problem may be you're not buying enough houses or or making the amount of money you want to make. So are you going to settle for that or are you going to make some adjustments? So that is what we've done. We actually, a lot of it is we just didn't have the call volume coming in. Um, so we've really ramped up our marketing. We're making sure we're getting uh, more marketing out there. Kale kind of scaled back because we were getting a lot of leads from different people and different sources, but now we've got three guys taking calls. So we really had to ramp up on our call volume. And then number two, and that's kind of what the meeting was today. You know, I don't meet with my guys very much. I let them kind of learn on their own and, and work together and, and my team. Uh, you know, Kel, I'll talk to Kel sometimes because he's kind of been managing my acquisitions effort uh, with, with direct marketing. But I felt strongly like I needed to go in there today and really focus in on some things. So that is what we did last week. I actually sent them an email saying, okay, guys, you know, I want to track a little more of, of what you're doing, but I wanted to keep it really simple. I want you to send me some KPIs, some key performance indicators to let me know exactly what is going on. I want to know how many calls you're making, how many sellers you talk to each day, how many offers you make, and how many offers you get tied up. That was all I really wanted to know. It's all I wanted them to focus on because I had the feeling that they were focusing on a lot of other things outside of that that weren't quite as important. You know, what's the one thing? I just got done reading the book, the one thing, so it's on my mind. What is the one thing you can do today? What is the one thing you can do this week? What is the one thing you can do this month to have the most success in your business or whatever it is that you are focused on doing? Less is more, you know, figure out the, the least amount of the most important things you can do. So we did that last week, but I still felt like I needed to go in today. Our call volume is back up. We started getting a lot of calls over the weekend. So I'm hoping that translates this week. Um, but I went in today and we talked about, okay, how much time are you spending? How many people should you be talking to? How much time are you spending on the phone and making offers? And you know, my, I, I hope he doesn't mind, but you know, my, my father-in-law is, is here learning how to do this business. And, um, you know, we, he, he's, he's newer. Everybody does this at the beginning. I, and I want to point it out. So people recognize this. Um, he's, he's been, you know, reading this book, which is an excellent book, which helps, uh, it's kind of the exact same thing I'm talking about, you know, the four, I think discipline principles or something like that, but it's exactly what we're talking about where you need to focus on fewer things. Um, and he, you know, wanted to, you know, create a, uh, a board and a goal board and chart and stuff like this. And, and I said, look, that's, that's all great. All this stuff is great. He wanted to maybe see if these guys could come and coach us. I said, look, that's all fantastic. But right now, today, right now it is, it was eight 30 at the time. I said, there are people we have. Kale has a whole list of people that we need to call now. They are waiting for us. So this is what we need to do now. Later on, if it helps, you know, I personally don't put up goals and stuff like on the wall. It's just not my thing. I, I make goals, as you guys know. I tell you about my goals. I document them. I write them down. Um, but, you know, I, I'm don't get me wrong. I think making dream boards and goals and 
writing things down. All this stuff is fantastic. Reading about it. I've, I've read or listened to more books this past year than I have my entire life. All these things are great, but the problem with some of these things are they make us feel good. Like we feel good when we're reading about these concepts. We feel good when we write our goals down. It's almost like we feel like we've accomplished them. But the truth is there's really only a few things we need to be doing and we need to be doing those few things if we are going to reach our goals. And I see so many people do this time and time again. And, you know, Tom, I'm not picking on you at all, really, because I see it all the time. Um, they'll they'll go back to that book. They'll go back to that seminar, which are great, by the way. Um, but they go to these feel-good things, but then they don't actually do anything about them. Once again, Darren Hardy, I, I was listening to him. Um, I didn't realize Darren Hardy was the author of The Compound Effect and all this stuff. I just found this all out recently. But I was listening to a video on him about fear and they asked him, how do you overcome fear? And he was talking about an interview he did with Donald Trump. And Donald Trump said, you know, I've come to realize that the one thing I should probably be doing is the one thing that I want to do the least at that moment. So whatever is like comes to your mind of something you don't want to do at that moment, then that's probably what you should do. So in the instance of, of these guys, you know, calling sellers, is that easy and fun and comfortable talking to people who, you know, uh, I don't know, is it? Probably not. That is probably what you should be doing. The most important thing you should be doing, even within my program that is full of content from A to Z, covers every single topic and people should review it and refer to it often. But I tell my people, I say, look, the number one thing you need to be doing is out talking to sellers, making offers. The content is there. You know, go through it, but then take action and then go through and review it later, but take action, take action, take action and the right actions, right? Talk to people, talk to sellers. How much time are you spending each day, each week on the phone talking to sellers? That number needs to go up if you want to be successful in this business. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, last week, you know, their average KPIs was... Uh, you know, talking to one of them was talking to about uh, eight or nine sellers a day. One of them was talking to, I think, 15, 16, 17, 18. One of them was talking to close to 30. Um, so we'll see. You know, my goal is for them to increase that this week. And you got to deal with what you have. Sure, we're going to have some motivated sellers coming in uh, that we're going to be working with more. And then we're going to have, I'd, don't get me wrong, I'd rather them spend less time with more motivated sellers than a lot of time with non-motivated sellers, but at the end of the day, you got to work with what you got. If we don't have the calls coming in, I don't care. Open the phone book, get it figured out. Uh, there's someone in my mastermind group recently who has been calling uh, on notice of trustee sell uh, people. And he said that the other day he spent four hours calling 160 or 170 people. He only spoke to five people during that whole time. What a pain, right? But he got one appointment. And he figures if he can get five appointments, for five appointments, he's going to get a deal. And I was like, that's awesome. And you feel like you failed because you spent so much time and it's so difficult. But at the end of the day, you know, it takes him a couple hours for the appointment, let's say. That's six hours to get one appointment times five to get a deal. That's about 30 hours. Let's call it 40 or 50 hours. Let's say it's a little harder than you think. Okay, that's a week, a one week to buy a deal. Can one person do that? No, but that's why we're all about team building. You cannot do this business alone. I've been talking about this at the seminars I've been doing. And I said, you know, how much would it cost you to hire somebody 
case, now we're talking about back to scaling and, and leveraging and, and working with other people. How much would it cost you to hire someone uh, for 50 hours and to just focus on calling, calling, calling people, right? All week long and setting up those appointments. Maybe at first they make them for you until they can do them on their own. You know, that we figured that would probably cost about $500. And then if you get a deal, you know, you give them a $500 bonus, whatever. So a thousand bucks to get a house, they could potentially make you twenty to $25,000. I mean, think about that, guys, right? One of the big themes in these past few weeks was tr- me trying to help people realize if they're willing to create the machine, it takes a little bit of time and effort into creating that machine. But if they will create that machine, it will pay them tenfold. Okay. Um, you know, we talked the same thing about uh, door knocking or bandit signs and, and all this stuff. Like if, if you can learn some of these concepts on your own and then you can teach somebody else to do that and you help them at the beginning, but then eventually they can do it on their own, your business will take off. And the same thing with mailers or marketing or internet marketing, cold calling, door, all this, all these things, networking, um, they'll really pay off, okay? But you gotta put in the effort at first, you gotta get your hands dirty, you gotta learn how to analyze property, you gotta learn to talk to people, overcoming some of these fears, and then you can teach others to do those same things. Okay, so yesterday, um, on, on, not yesterday, on Saturday, when two days ago, when I was driving up to LA to speak at this all-day seminar, uh, I got a call from a good friend and mentor of mine, someone who really helped me out in this business several, uh, about three, three and a half years ago, right before, uh, in the end of 2010, actually, right before I really took off and started to go high volume. And he said, hey, Justin, how's it going? I was I was shocked when he called. We haven't talked in a while, uh, a couple of years or so. And he said, I'm really excited, excited to hear you speak. I was like, what? You're coming? (laughs) And it actually got me pretty nervous. I wasn't feeling that nervous until he called and said he was coming. I mean, this guy, uh, he's bought thousands of houses. I made millions and millions of dollars in this business. And like I said, was one of my mentors. I remember in 2010, I was just sitting there in his office talking to him. And he didn't say it arrogantly or anything, but it just really opened my eyes. He's like, you know, he's like, I made more money last year than most people will make in their entire life. And just him saying that just made me realize like, wow, like we really do determine the outcome of our financial future. And I think that was one of my really big inspirational polls to say, you know, I, I can do something bigger. I can do something um, better with my time and be more efficient and figure out the best thing to do. And so to know that he was going to come to hear me speak and said he was really looking forward to seeing what I had to share was just just mind-blowing to me. So we uh you know we talked during the break and and at lunch and he he's still doing a bunch of houses. Um but he said, you know, I'm going to be 55 here soon or he was 55. And he's like I would just like to slow down. You know, I'm I'm working. I think I don't know the hours he said, but I think it was like 50 60 hours a week. And you know, he's like, I see you doing, you know, five hours a week on your housewoman business. And I just need to figure that out, how to get that going. So we were able to talk quite a bit about it. And he's going to be joining our um, our mastermind program, coaching program. Uh, so that'll be, that'll be great. And 
I was just honored, you know, to hear to hear him say that. Now, something else, though, know, this guy has been telling me for ever since for three years now, three or so years now, is um he's been kind of warning me, be careful, the economy, all these world global economies. It's kind of funny because he tells me this, but then he keeps buying houses, right? But I think he's been concerned, at least in the past, about me, because I didn't have the financial backing that he he had. Um so but it's kind of interesting, you know, at that time, I want to talk about, it's kind of transitioning into one of the topics I want to talk about. I want to talk about fears that we have and how we handle those fears. So at those times when he would talk to me about these things, part of me would just like want to, I'd be fearful and I'd want to freeze up and not do anything. I know that wasn't his intention, but that's kind of what would happen. And sometimes for like a day, it would get to me, right? And I decided, you know, I have to figure out how not to let that happen. Because you're taking action, taking action, things are going great. All of a sudden, somebody says something and we freeze up. We get fearful and we freeze. That's what happens. We take no action. We don't do anything. So I figured out a few things that that would really help me not let this fear take me over, but still be smart with what's going on in the market. Now, right now, for the record, the market is no longer on fire, at least here in California, to the degree that it was last year. Um, in some places, things are pretty flat, might even going down a little bit in some places. Some areas are still going up a little bit. Um, but once again, you're going to hear that a lot as you go around to these meetings. And I want you to be smart and uh, maybe cautious is a good word. I don't know, but don't be fearful. Okay, so how do you do that? How do you still take massive action? Here, Justin's telling you to take all this action, but oh, be careful with the market, right? And disclaimer, disclaimer, you can lose money in this business, okay? So what are some of the things that you can still do and and be careful, but not fearful? So I've come up with four things that I've been talking about these past uh, few weeks to people as they they ask me some of these questions. And what I've come up with is, first off, do not ever stop prospecting or marketing for deals. You got to keep that going regardless. But that doesn't mean when you get a house, when you're close to getting a house, or you get a house under contract that you have to go and buy the house. You don't have to. So here are some things that I've been recommending recommending to people who are, especially if they're newer in this business. Number one is start with houses that could be rented out. You know, it's a great plan B. That's what really helped me start to buy buy higher volume when I started buying houses to flip a lot of a lot of houses. So number one, buy houses that could be rented out. Then you have a great plan B. Sure, you try to flip it, you try to make a profit, but you're not going to be sweating and you're not going to be fearful. You're going to be able to pull the trigger and take more action because you know, hey, this is a great rental anyway. You know, back in the day when I was trying to buy a hundred houses, it, shoot, it helped me to buy the sixty that I bought in 2011 because I knew. Hey, if these houses don't work out, okay, I'm back to where my old original goal was. And if someone work out, great. Then I have half of those and I have a big chunk of money as well. Um, fortunately, it did work out. But that'll help you pull the trigger more often. Buying those houses that are lower uh, lower priced that you could rent out. I, I've seen too many people that are new at the business. They go buy a high-end fixer-upper and they just get in way over their heads. And if you don't have... Uh, a very high net worth or, you know, uh, you can't really back that up. You know, I'm, fortunately, I'm in a position now where if, if I do get hit pretty bad on a deal, it doesn't isn't going to hurt me too much, right? But at the beginning, you've got to be very careful of that. So number one, either focus on lower end at the beginning 
or focus on wholesaling. If you want to do medium, high, whatever, sure, but wholesale them. So you're doing your marketing, you're prospecting for deals. If it's higher end stuff, just say, okay, I'm probably going to wholesale this property. If it's lower end, say, okay, I could wholesale or keep it. And then you could do uh, either one. So number one, focus on lower end or number two, focus on wholesaling or a combination of the two. And then number three, just try to get bigger margins, right? If you're worried about the market, even I adjust my margins to where they're bigger. If you're concerned about the market, then buy bigger margins, okay? And the last one, number four, would be to do JV deals. Find someone who can put up 50% of the capital and split the profit 50-50. Now, something I do wanna say, if you're a newer investor, uh, maybe do this with someone who's a little more experienced with investing. Uh, That's kind of like, what I did. I found someone who knew more about investing and I knew they had the capital, they could take the risk. Don't go find you know, your grandma and get her last $100,000 or $200,000 out of her retirement account and go 50-50 deals with her and put all that risk on her. That's just not, that's not cool. I mean, you can do 12% with people like that and make sure they have equity in the home and stuff like that. But if you're doing 50-50, like you want to be working with someone who kind of has their big boy pants on. They know what they're doing. If they take a hit, it's not the end of the world. Uh, So just that's something to keep in mind. Uh, Or a lot of hard money lenders, what they will do is they'll do JV deals with you. Now, what they'll do is they'll charge you the points and the interest plus 50% of the deal. Now, you're probably out there saying, what? That's insane. Why would I ever give up that much? Hey, if you can get paid to get an education, uh, I don't know anywhere else you can do that in this business. That's fantastic. Okay. So... It is what it is. You're not going to get paid as much, but your risk level will be incredibly low because you'll have no money into the deal. And you better believe that those hard money lenders are going to make sure that the deal is good before they're willing to put up all the capital. So once again, they will lend you whatever they're going to lend you, 85% of the purchase price, and they're going to charge you points and interest, probably around two points, 12%, maybe a few junk fees. And then they are going to want, they'll put up the rest of the gap funding, but they're going to want 50% of that total deal. Okay. So once again, a lot of times people focus in on one of the things that I gave you that you don't like, right? Don't do that. Just pick one that you want to do. That's the best for you and do that. So either focus on lower end properties. If you really want to rehab, if you're gonna do wholesaling, then it doesn't really matter. You can focus on all different ranges because you're not taking on that risk. And, uh, or you can do, uh, bigger margins or you can do JV deals. But at the end of the day, just keep marketing, keep prospecting and see what comes up. Maybe you're focused on higher margins, but if one comes up that's a little bit tighter, maybe you can pass that on to somebody else. You can they can you can either get a wholesale fee or if it's really tight, you can say, "Hey, how about, you know, I get 20% on the back end." Okay? Woo. All right, guys. I know that I was speaking kind of quick and kind of all over the place. Just wanted to hop on real quick, talk to you. Got a lot going on this week getting ready for our mastermind meeting and our first ever House of Wing HQ live seminar will be on all acquisitions. So unfortunately, we are sold out max to capacity. Uh, so if you missed it, I apologize for that. We'll try to get you on the next one. Also wanted to uh, just make sure everybody knew uh, we've had, let's see, this past week, we've had an additional... 17 people join us in our program. We're super excited. Welcome to all of you. I cannot believe the success that we're seeing from people in the group. Even I'm blown away. I think just this past week, we've had two additional people who have never 
put a house under contract, put one under contract. And I love seeing that. It makes it everything. It makes it all worth it to me. Uh, everything we're doing just to see you guys succeed. So I do want to make sure that you know that at the end of this month of October, I may extend it a week to the beginning of November, but going into the holidays here, kind of mid-November and through December, I'm going to be shutting down the program. Now, by shutting down, I don't mean everyone in the program is still going to be in the program, but we will not be taking on uh, new students, okay? Uh, My goal is to really focus in. I probably won't be doing the podcast as much. I won't be doing it every week at least for this next little bit. Um, My goal is to just focus on coaching the people that we have and then really improving our infrastructure. Uh, We're going to be improving the way we do our marketing. We're going to be improving the uh, the program itself. I'm going to be getting adding more videos, more content, more structure, and just keep helping the people that are in there. And then we'll probably open up again the doors in uh, sometime in January after we've we've done all that. Uh, of course, as we continue to add value, the price does and will continue to go up. Um, so keep that in mind. You know, come come January, the price will be probably double uh, what it is now. Uh, maybe not not quite double, but but close to that. So if that is something that you're interested in now, either sign up uh, right away or reach out to us and let us know because that will be closing down pretty soon. If you're listening to this recording at a later date and you are interested, uh, you can get on the waiting list. Just shoot us an email at info at com, and we will keep you posted when those doors reopen. But once again, I've had a lot of people reach out to me about the seminar for this weekend, and unfortunately, we are maxed to capacity. All right, guys, and with that, I am going to bid you adieu. Uh, Thanks for listening today. Get out there. Make some things happen. Do not let anybody get in your way or anything. You guys can do whatever you want. Stay away from the things that are wasting your time. Focus on your one thing every day. Think of what is the most important thing I can do today. Do that thing first before you do anything else. And then just keep failing forward, taking action, making things happen. Love you all. And we will see you next time on the House Flipping HQ podcast. Bye-bye. This has been the House Flipping HQ podcast. Your, your ultimate house flipping resource for intelligent real estate investing and financial freedom. Check out amazing tutorials, blogs, how-tos, and other inspiring podcasts with house flipping experts at houseflippinghq.com. Houseflippinghq.com.